Hey listeners, it's episode two of Into the Waffle Mind. Thanks so much for hopping back on to listen to episode two. So as you know, just a little recap, my name is Carly Burns and I'm currently interning with the Greenville Police Department. I would love to become a behavioral analyst or a forensic psychologist for the FBI, so I thought that I would intern with the Greenville Police Department to get me accustomed to law enforcement. And the reason I'm doing this is I have a senior project in high school and they require us to do an internship. So this is a podcast all about my journey, my experiences based on law enforcement and psychology. So during these super crazy times of COVID-19, I am very happy that I was actually able to find a first guest to be on our podcast. So I wanna welcome Savannah Cannon, who is also a Greenville Technical Charter senior. She's been willing to discuss with us uh, her senior projects. So Savannah is currently studying psychology and her final project will uh, be a research project based on gender roles um, and how that psychologically affects individuals, mostly students. So I plan on majoring in psychology in college and going to work for the FBI. So I thought it was really great that she was able to come on and talk about her experiences with her project and also the things she wants to do in college. So glad to have Savannah here with us now to shed some light on psychology in her project. So welcome, Savannah. Uh, we'd love to hear a little bit about your project and also uh, just some of the things that you're interested in. Hey guys, my name is Savannah Cannon. Thank you, Carly, for having me on your podcast. So this year for my senior project, I am doing a psychology documentary about gender roles and stereotypes and how they affect people's lives. I explore all ages really from as young as three into everyone later in life and just how those stereotypes can impact their minds and how their life is lived through school, through their jobs, through just their daily life and how people treat them, what that does to them throughout their life and how it can impact them for their whole adulthood. And for Savannah's documentary, she actually asked me to um, answer some questions and just get involved a little bit since I'm also going to psychology. So we thought we could each kind of help each other on our projects since we are related in, in fields and ideas. So if you guys are wanting to see Savannah's senior project, go check out her documentary. It's going to be really great. It's on gender roles and stereotypes. And there's a scene with me in there. So definitely look for that. So to get started into these questions, Savannah, I just want to ask you some things uh, about your field of study and also a little bit more uh, about how you view maybe law enforcement or things that I'm currently dealing with and studying right now. So with the field of psychology, it's so vast and there are so many different paths to take. I personally want to do behavioral analytics or forensic psychology. So I know that you also plan on majoring in psychology, but I remember us wanting two very different careers. So could you just share like what type of psychology you plan on studying and then maybe explaining what it is and why you're drawn to that and why you're going to choose it?
So in college, I plan on studying sports psychology. That basically is kind of exploring the mind side and the thought process behind sports, helping athletes with, you know, if there is a death on a team, kind of helping them get over that and get back to play and helping their mind be in the right place in order for them to be able to play. Or if they get an injury, a lot of times athletes can, you know, psych themselves out or be nervous to get back on the field because they're scared that they could get hurt again. So helping them with that kind of situations, just getting them ready back to play after things that impact their mind, psychology, um, getting them back onto the field after those kinds of things happen. Um, and I'm interested in this field because I've played sports for my entire life and I've had experiences where, you know, I've psyched myself out, myself out from all kinds of different things and psychology has been interesting to me for the past several years. So I just want to go into that and be able to help athletes of all kinds and get them back on the field so they can do what they love. And that definitely makes a lot of sense. My past experiences um, in life have definitely shaped the type of, not only the the field I want to go in, which is psychology, but the type of psychology I want to go in. So I think it's really cool that we're both able to to have our interests sparked by by such a similar role in in career types. So that's really awesome what you're planning on doing. And I doubt that a lot of people even knew that that job existed, which is one of the cool things. Um, and also one of the reasons I wanted you to come on is because I think it's it's so interesting to hear the the majority of, of jobs that people don't even know are out there that they don't even know exist. So that's really great that you've you've been able to dig up something new that that not everybody's doing, but it's it seems like it's it's really fitting for you, and that's exactly what you want to do. So I now just want to kind of turn the tables to what I'm currently doing. I'm currently interning with the Greenville Police Department, as you know, and. I currently deal with police officers, judges, lawyers, politicians, other law enforcement uh, positions. So I wanted to ask you from a very outside perspective, somebody who's not even, you know, considering doing law or or studying that in any type of way. um, How do you think that police officers, judges, lawyers, politicians, or other law enforcers, how do you think they use psychology? Or do you think they don't use it at all? perspective I think that psychology is used a lot in law I think a lot of lawyers especially use it if they're fighting to keep someone out of jail or to get a lesser sentence using I've definitely heard of lawyers using like well this person didn't wasn't in the right mindset or they had this going on um, in their brain and so they don't deserve this long sentence or a sentence at all because they weren't thinking right and the psychology behind that and why they shouldn't get that sentence. I also think that judges kind of use that to help make a decision too. Um, I think politicians definitely use psychology when they're running for office. They use that psychology to help them get elected, to make people see that their opponent isn't worthy of being elected. 
Um, I also think that police officers use psychology a lot. You know, if you're trying to catch someone that committed a crime, you know, you have to be smart about it and have to think about it and, you know, kind of put yourself in their, pers their position. I also think they use it in court to, you know, prove them guilty or to say, you know, well, if a lawyer is saying that their psychology with their mind isn't right, like to argue against that and using that against them to put them behind bars. And you definitely offer some good insight. I think that's very true. I, I believe every single one of those job types use psychology daily in their jobs. I think police officers have to psychologically evaluate every situation they're in. They need to see uh, how alert, how, how dangerous the situation is. They have to break that down to see if somebody really is willing to pull a trigger, if somebody is, is really prepared to injure somebody else. Judges need to see, hey, do I feel that this person is faking something or is there is there lying underneath all of this is are they faking emotion you know faking insanity or are there things that I can see just blatantly that that are untrue or or for lawyers you know they need to make sure they know their client they know who they're representing but also know who they are, are are going up against and and see if they can really break down um, a defendant's case and politicians are usually on the the other end they're usually the ones who are trying to manipulate you and and get you to to be on their side and, and to feel comfortable with them so i think all of those positions definitely have to think psychologically about their audience before they they do anything so switching it back i guess to to your field um and to your interest why do you see value in understanding the human mind in order to help other people and I guess other people, specifically athletes in your case. So why not just, you know, send them to physical doctors or, or trainers? Why does looking at an athlete or, you know, anyone um, from a psychological standpoint, why does that help? You know, because they have people to treat them. So why isn't it that, you know, I wrap up their ankle and they're good to go back in the field? Why is Why do they need psychological help? there is a lot of value in understanding the human mind to help people. I think specifically in, you know, the field of sports psychology, you know, a physical doctor or a therapist can't necessarily help with their minds. You know, they can heal their injury, but they can't they're not trained to help with their mind to get them back onto the court. They're not going to help them if they're psyching themselves out, even if their injury is over, you know, they might be scared that they're going to get hurt again. Um, I think even not in the field of sports psychology, I think that having the opportunity to see someone that is specifically trained to help with your brain and not just your body is a very important thing because the human mind is very complex and it has a lot of parts and you know one person or one doctor can't necessarily know everything about every part so I think it's important to see someone that can specifically help you with what you're going through in your brain because there are a lot of parts to psychology and there are a lot of parts to the brain and it's important to have all those parts working correctly so that you know you're doing all right.
And I did set that question up a little bit in favor of psychology because I want to be a psychologist, so I couldn't help myself. I think it's so important that your mind, your mental state is in the right place because if it's not, you are physically incapacitated. There's nothing you can do physically that will will be of the same stature that it would be if you were in the right headspace. So I think it's super important for not just athletes, but but people who've gone through trauma, people who've experienced, you know, common issues such as divorce or, or abuse or, you know, any type of any type of circumstance that that involves, you know, errors or trials or difficulties, which is pretty much all of us. So I think it's definitely important to 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 go to therapy once in a while to to have a psychologist. I know that that I've definitely needed those things in my life. So just make sure that you're staying self-aware and you're you're able to know yourself and and where you're at and it's okay to need help because we we all falter a bit, but that doesn't mean you're weak, doesn't mean you can't do something. It just means hey, I need a friend. I need someone to confide in and you know, that could be a therapist or a psychologist. So just make sure you're staying self-aware and aware of others so that you're able to to lift others up because um, when you're feeling down you know that's that's usually what we need is is others to help us and support us so just to bring a bring this whole thing back and to corral back to the to kind of the root of what we're both dealing in which is psychology uh the coronavirus and the election have currently been uh big things happening for america right now and i wanted to ask you how you think um, American citizens are feeling right now. How do you, how do you think that these huge life-altering events are affecting people psychologically? So I think with everything going on right now, you know, the current election and coronavirus, both personally, things have been definitely difficult for me. You know, um, being 17, I obviously couldn't vote in the election, but it's still all around me. And, you know, when someone tells you that, you know, they support one side or another, I think you automatically think certain things about people. And I think that's kind of dividing our country a little bit right now, just the differences in what people think. Um, And I think that, you know, psychologically, that has put a little bit of... A negative impact um, into people's lives and with coronavirus I definitely think like I know that has impacted me negatively you know not getting to go to school and just a lot of things not happening and quarantining for a while I know that's negatively impacted me and I know there are a lot of people that it's negatively impacted there are a lot of people that you know have depression that it psychologically has just made that a lot worse or people that have anxiety you know not knowing how long coronavirus is going to last or what's going to happen with it and you know obviously there are people that are dying from coronavirus and you know a death in your family or someone close to you negatively impacts you psychologically you know that messes with your emotions and everything and I just think everything going on right now is mostly negatively impacting people in America because psychologically there's just a lot of things going on that you know hurt people and make them depressed or have anxiety or you know worsen um, disorders that they already have.
And I really understand your points, Savannah, on on how the pandemic has, has really caused all of us to turn inwards and become secluded almost and feel a bit alone. I think we've all been at that point sometime since last March. Uh, but I, I really just want to thank you so much for coming on here and sharing some insight, uh, not only about these really deep, serious topics that that we really have to ponder and reflect on, but also just bringing sports psychology to light. I don't I don't think a lot of people know about that uh, certain career field. So I'm glad you got to pull that out. And maybe one of our listeners is like, hey, that's actually something really cool I've never heard before that I would love to look into. So I can't wait for your documentary to come out on on gender roles and stereotypes. And I can't wait to see my piece <laughs> that you recorded of me in there. So you guys should definitely go check that out. That'll probably be up by March 2021 on YouTube. Savannah Cannon, go check that out. And I just want to thank you so much again, Savannah, for hopping on, sharing your insight and perspective. We are so glad to have you. Thanks so much, Savannah. Thank you, Carly, for having me on your podcast. I think it's very important for everyone to have a basic understanding of psychology, whether it's in law enforcement or sports or really any field. Um, It's important to understand the human mind and understanding others' emotions. And I think everyone should learn about this and listen to your podcast and learn all they can from it. And I personally can't wait to hear all of your other episodes. Alright guys, well that's going to wrap up episode 2 of Into the Lawful Mind. I'm so glad Savannah Cannon got to hop on and share some of her insights about sports psychology and answer some questions from an outside perspective about law enforcement. So I can't wait for you guys to tune in to episode 3 where I've got a lot of fun new stuff coming. It's going to be a Q&A episode. Questions about psychology, questions about law enforcement, frequently asked questions, questions from my friends, questions from strangers. So it's going to be so much fun. So do not forget to tune into episode three of Into the Lawful Mind. Later, guys.